Wow, it is amazing just to be here tonight, or <laughs> tonight, it's uh, the morning, right, yeah, let's get it right here, the morning, but it is great to be here this morning, and uh, I know we're ready to go do all that, but that's going to come a little bit later, so uh, just hold on, um, I did have someone bring me a ring that was found, okay, so if you lost a ring, uh, please see me, that was brought to me just a little bit ago, all right, so I wanted to make sure I let you know, uh, this is a nice ring, so uh, just come see me if, if that was you, all right. I want to thank everybody for coming out uh, Friday for our Good Friday service. Uh, we just had a, an intimate time of cross around the cross and communion. Uh, it was just a wonderful time. Also, I want to thank everyone. I know I'm just one person who will be doing the, the thanking, but uh, just everyone who volunteered throughout this week. We just had such an amazing, amazing uh, response of uh, churches and just different organizations, people local and uh, people from all over the area just pouring out uh, to help out. So uh, once again, thank you. Uh, we're going to have opportunities in the future uh, for more volunteer work, some things that are going to be taking place, some things that are in the works. Uh, so just stay tuned to that. I've had a lot of people asking you know, uh, to volunteer and do some things. We are going to have more opportunities, all right? Uh, we're in it for the, the long haul, so uh, whatever we can do, we want to be able to do, all right? So uh, we have had some uh, lumber and different things that were donated from um, a company and in or, uh, individuals, and uh, so we're so thankful for that. So we're going to be able to, to bless uh, some people just with that and try to rebuild. So um, when whatever capacity that looks like, uh, God's a big God, amen? amen? He's a big God. I'm not going to limit God and say, well, I can only put on one sheet of OSB. If God wants to do something big, and we're going to let him just shine, right? And he's already been shining through it. I'll tell you that. I mean, we've had people left and right, and I know that many could get up here and share of just the, the amazing stories of Jesus shining uh, through such a, a dark time. But there is hope. There is hope. Amen? All right. Well, I want to talk to you this morning about some things that the resurrection offers. Is that all right if we talk about that a little bit this morning? Because we're celebrating today, right? We're celebrating the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. And that is something that we, we celebrate every day. We do take time specifically on this, on this occasion when we say this is where we're all going to come together in the Christian faith. And we're going to come together and we're going to celebrate the resurrection. But if you're a believer in here today and you, you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you know that's something that you can celebrate each and every day of your life. Because you know what Jesus has done for you. Amen? Has anyone been saved this morning? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody ask Jesus Christ in your life? Amen. So if you're here today and you have not done that, I encourage you to do so because that's going to be the best decision that you could ever make. It says, say, Jesus, oh, I recognize you and I know that you paid a price for me. I know, Jesus, that you'll save me if I ask. I know, Jesus, that you will forgive me of my sins if I just come to you and I say, Jesus, forgive me. 
just forgive me, Lord. I, I need a rescuer in my life. I need you to rescue me. And you can do that this morning. And we're going to give an opportunity to that later. But I encourage you, don't walk out of here today not knowing Jesus as your personal Savior. It's an amazing journey. Is it going to be a life that's just going to be no problems and worry-free? No. But I will tell you this, there will be hope all along the way. You'll have somebody that will stick with you closer than a brother. You're going to have peace whenever others are not having peace. You're going to have joy whenever you don't think that you could have joy. And even in the times whenever you are low, I'm telling you what, he can pick you up. And brothers and sisters in the Lord can encourage you and build you up and encourage you as well. Amen? So I want to encourage you this morning to make that decision. Make that decision. We'll tell you, the resurrection of our Lord and Savior was the most powerful event in humankind, isn't it? Mankind, that's the most powerful event. If you think about it, the resurrection of Jesus. Jesus did what no other man or religion could do. Are you thankful for that this morning? Hey, I'm not going to hold you long this morning, but I got some stuff I want to share with you, okay? I want to give you what the Lord gives today and what he wants to share. I've got scripture I want to give you. But I want, to, I want you to see what the resurrection offers. It offers so many great and wonderful things. And if you'll hold on to that, many of you have already done so. But maybe you're here today and you don't know. I want to let you know, okay? I want you to see what the resurrection offers. I want you to hear what the resurrection offers. It offers so many things. And it's powerful. It's so powerful. And critics have tried to debunk this, haven't they? People have tried to debunk and say that it didn't really happen, that it's just a story, and the skeptics have come along, and they have uh, tried to attempt to, you know, prove that it didn't happen. But, you know, there are so many uh, historical evidences showing that Jesus Christ lived on this earth, and he died, and he rose again. We have eyewitnesses accounts to his resurrection and we have countless of millions of people throughout history who have, have told the story of a difference and a transformation in what Jesus has done in their life. I'm one person here today that could share a story of how Jesus intervened in my life and how he came to my rescue and he saved me. And it's powerful, isn't it? It's powerful to know that Jesus Christ loves each and every one of us. And anyone that's watching on that screen who's watching live today, he loves them with a love that held him to a cross. That he poured it out. He paid the ultimate price for every person. That all we have to do is just say, Jesus, I need you in my life. And I want to live for you. Come live inside my life. I want you to be my savior. That's powerful. That's powerful, powerful, powerful stuff. I know he's made a huge difference in my life. And as I look around the room, I, can, I know some of the stories that are here today. And he's made a huge and powerful difference in your life as well. We do hear more about the resurrection of Jesus around this time of year because it is Easter, right? We remember the incredible price he paid on the cross, his victory over death. But as you know, the resurrection is not only an Easter story. It's an everyday truth. It's our lifeline and our hope. 
Jesus walking out of that grave. <laughs> can you picture that? Anyone in here today can picture that? Jesus just walking up out of that grave. I love that song. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Can you imagine just being there that morning? Those women who came running and they, they came to the grave, they came to the tomb and seeing the stone rolled away and Jesus wasn't there. My, how the hope probably shifted at that moment. Saturday probably and Friday probably seemed a little hopeless. But man, Sunday morning came around and there was hope revived. And I want to encourage you today that you may be here and some watching, you may feel a little hopeless. But I guarantee you, if you give Jesus a chance, if you give it an opportunity to work in your life and move in your life, you can see hopelessness. You can see it being an exchange for hope. That's a powerful thing in people's lives, isn't it? Whenever you can be hopeless and then you find hope, that's powerful. So this Easter story, this resurrection, this is an everyday truth for believers. It is our hope. See, Jesus walking out of that grave does remind us that no matter what we face today, no matter what we <laughs> have had in the past, I tell you, I got things in my past, and some of you have heard my, my testimony and I look around and I'm sure that there are people here today that you got some things in your past too, right? And those things in our past maybe that we're not proud of, right? We've all had those past things. And it doesn't matter what uncertainties lie ahead. Christ is our steadfast hope. He conquered death, amen? You all got to help me this morning. It's, this is a celebratory service this morning, all right? We're excited in here today because he's alive, he's risen. And as believers, we want other people, maybe who are not believers yet, to see that, man, those people got some excitement in them. Because there's something that happened in their life, and they recognize that there was one who poured it all out for them, who came. God came in flesh. And he lived among us. How powerful that is. So people who are on the outskirts of making that decision for Christ need to see and need to know from those who have experienced it and are walking it out that there is hope. That there is a life that can have joy in it. And there is peace. And we may not have all the answers, but we do know the one who does. And we can point them to the way. We can share that, and it is our duty to do such a thing, right? But he conquered death, and he rose in victory. And only he holds the power to make all things new again. Amen? He breathes new life. You could try to bury power, but it won't stay there, will it? You can try to bury truth, but it's not dead. You can try to bury love, but it cannot be contained. God's not dead, and we are not alone. Jesus lives today. <laughs> Amen? 
Would you pray with me this morning? Jesus, uh, fill us. Fill us fresh with your power and your presence of your spirit this morning. Always uh, we reflect on the difference that you have made in our lives through the power and the miracle of your resurrection. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Let's talk about what the resurrection offers. If you will, turn with me to Romans chapter 1, verse 4, and I, I do have that up here on the screens. Romans 1, 4. It says, And he was shown to be the Son of God when he was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. He is Jesus Christ our Lord. The resurrection proves who Jesus is. No one else has ever given their life for a lost world. Then miraculously resurrect from the dead. No one has done that. I'm going to repeat that. No one has ever done that. Jesus and Jesus only holds the title to what I just said. Jesus alone gave up his life for every person so that they might be reconciled to God Almighty, our Heavenly Father. Others may make that claim, but they are false. Only Jesus Christ, and it is proven. Jesus Christ is the only one who holds the power over sin and death. There's nothing like the power of Jesus' resurrection from the dead that proves to a lost world that he is indeed who he says he is. He is who he says he is. Jesus is the only one who owes the power over sin and death, who offers us a fresh beginning to new life. And I have got to get me a drink of water. I'm going to tell you. If it, can I just pause here for just a moment? One, to get a drink. But to tell you, What's kind of been going on, and this is not to, to give any kind of um, gains to the devil and, and give him any kind of uh, glory whatsoever, but <laughs> he, it makes me laugh, really, of uh, his tactics and what he tries to do, you know. Friday night, we had the Good Friday service here, and uh, I, we were doing something here at the church, and I had to leave and, and go home, and on the way back, I was trying to get here, it was about 5.30, and it started at 6 o'clock, and my car had a blowout tire, and I didn't think I was going to make it here on time at 6 o'clock on Friday. Uh, the last several days, my wife and I have been both sick, and uh, fighting, you know, just having a voice, and uh, she looked over at me this morning, and she's like, man, and she goes, what is, what's going on here, you know, we, we know what's going on, I, whether it is an attack from the enemy, if it's just allergies, it wasn't going to keep us down. Amen? So uh, I just wanted to pause and tell you that. Uh, pause, pause the video and edit that out, okay? I'm going to get me another drink. Hey, that's what happens. That's life. <laughs> But the resurrection does prove who Jesus is. 
Let's go to the next point here. The, the resurrection offers us the gift of forgiveness. Amen? Romans 6, 10 and 11. Give them a chance to get that up there. Romans, there it is. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin. But now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. So you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Jesus Christ. Amen. Christ demonstrated his power over darkness, right? And love provided a way for us to be forgiven once and for all. He loosened the chains. He broke off the locks and he, he opened the way for us to walk in the forgiveness that he offers. I am thankful this morning that he offers forgiveness. I'm thankful that, the, you know, the old person that Raji was, was able to go to a, a, such a, a, a wonderful God who provided a way for me to be right with him. I thank him for his forgiveness this morning. He wiped the slate clean. He pays the debt that we owe. He gives us a choice, doesn't he? He says, come and ask for forgiveness and freedom from sin, and I will give it to you. Or you can walk away and go through life doing what you want. He gives us that choice. But I will tell you this morning, take that free gift this morning. Go to him and ask for forgiveness. See that he is a good, good and gracious God. And I pray that you choose to walk daily in the powerful forgiveness and freedom that Jesus provides. Let's go to our next point this morning. The resurrection offers the gift of salvation. Romans 10.9 says, If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You will be saved. Jesus paid our penalty for death. He took our place so we could be saved. We're all sitting here this morning, and I pray that each and every one of us has accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. But I know a lot of people who still need to ask Jesus into their life. I know a lot of people who today would be what we call lost. They're outside of unity in Christ. They're, they're outside of his, his blood that, that would, would cover them. They're outside of that this morning. For, for whatever reason, I don't know if they've been hurt or whatever it is that would keep them from Christ, but they've not made that decision to come to Christ. And my prayer is that they would come to him for salvation. Resurrection offers salvation this morning. Death cannot hold him back. Jesus' nail-scarred hands are reaching out to rescue a lost world today. It's more than just knowing Jesus in your head. It's about believing in your heart that Jesus comes to seek and save the lost. Can we all just give an amen right there that he's saved us? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Can we do that? Can we just say thank you, Jesus? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
John eleven twenty five. I'm thankful for this next one, that next thing that the resurrection offers. It offers us the ability to live free. John eleven twenty five. 25, it says, Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Only Jesus can give us new life, right? Only he can give us new life. He alone can redeem our past and restore our brokenness. He gives us hope and a future. I've had people tell me, Raji, uh, there's not enough blood that was shed on Calvary to, to forgive me of what I've done. And I, I say, that's not true. That's not true. That's just, a, that's just a lie from the enemy who will try to keep you from accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior, to want to keep you into guilt and shame that will try to keep you from coming to Jesus and knowing him. He can offer a life of freedom. Sure, we're going to still face battles and struggles in this life. We're going to find that in our, in our journey and our days ahead. We're going to find ourselves under attack or against spiritual forces that try to defeat us. But we know where true power is found. Amen? Jesus provides all we need to live free in life. Anybody in here this morning living free in Jesus Christ? We're living free in Jesus Christ in here this morning. He is our rescuer. He is our savior. He is the word. He is the way maker. He is the chain breaker. Amen. He is the truth. He's the bread of life. He is the living water. He is the resurrection and life. And I guarantee you, he will show you how to walk in freedom. To live in freedom. Ephesians chapter 1. 18 through 21. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so you can understand the confident hope that he has given to those he called. His holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ Jesus from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. The resurrection means that we can have hope. I've mentioned hope quite a, quite a few times this morning. That's an important part of this message is hope, Amen. The hope that Christ offers us is constant, it's active, and it's forever. It's never dependent on our own abilities. It's only found in Him. We often feel that we're up against hard struggles or we're constantly battling fears and worry that seeks to overwhelm us. And it's easy to sometimes lose our hope. The only true promise of lasting hope in this life can be found in Christ. Man, I can tell you that there's been times where I've, I have wavered in hope. And I found my way back seeing that he is our ultimate hope. And we need to cling on to the hope of Christ this morning. If you found yourself running dry in hope, ask him. He will refresh you. 
He will refresh your spirit. He will refresh your life. 1 Peter chapter 1, 3 through 4. It is all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by His great mercy that we have been born again. Because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation. And we have a priceless inheritance. An inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. You see, I don't know if you've caught, but all these scriptures that I've been reading this morning, they have talked about Jesus Christ being raised from the dead. This passage in 1 Peter chapter 1 offers us the promise of eternal life with Him in heaven. It's easy to walk through life without an eternal, an eternal focus. We can get caught up in the here and now. But Jesus wants to keep our eyes and hearts focused on what's important. Amen? That is saving us a place, a place that will never fade away, an inheritance that will last. This very truth should give us renewed focus to see those who need to hear his message of hope, to remember there is a great blessing and reward still ahead of us. I don't know about you, but I am looking forward to a life in heaven. I thought that might get a little bit more of an amen. Here's the thing. Scripture is the same no matter how it is being brought out. Amen. So even if the giver of the scripture may not come across as boisterous as you would maybe hope, that does not change the way scripture is, does it? So when we talk about a scripture talking about eternal life in heaven, that does not change. And a life in heaven a focus for us that one day we are going to be with him for all eternity. I'm looking forward to a hope in glory. Whenever that time comes, I look forward to it. And I can't wait to see our Lord and Savior face to face. To see him in all of his glory. I think about all the times that I've talked about him or I've shared or we've come together and we have talked about Jesus or we have shared Jesus to someone and you know he is the central theme of this he's the focus of it all is Jesus and to one day finally to to lay our eyes on him to see him and in, in all that he is and all of his glory and splendor to think about how glorious of a time that will be you think about how wonderful heaven's going to be church because of the resurrection we have our hope in an eternal heaven where there's no more pain, there's no more sorrow, there's no more grief. We don't have to face any of those things anymore. 
I look forward to a time that we can just live in eternity with our Lord and Savior. The last thing that the resurrection offers. 1 Thessalonians. Chapter 4, verse 14. 1 Thessalonians 4, 14 says, For since we believe that Jesus died and was raised to life again, we also believe that when Jesus returns, God will bring back with him the believers who have died. As Christians, we know this truth. Death will not have its final sting. Amen? We have loved ones who have gone before us, and we will be reunited with them. This is not the end of our story. God reminds us that because of Christ's victory, there is new life both now and for eternity. His word promises that Jesus will come again. Though no one knows the day and hour, we believe his words are true. And we will all have new and resurrected bodies. Living united with Christ, never suffering pain and grief again. Second Corinthians 5.8 tells us this. To be absent from the body here on earth is to be present with the Lord. Amen. Are you thankful for a resurrection? Are you thankful for Jesus dying and paying that price for each and every one of us? Are you celebrating the fact that Jesus was oh, raised from the dead and he lives now and forever? Are you celebrating the fact that he is, he is still working, he is still moving, and he is still saving? I thank God for that. Would you bow your heads with me? Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for, for just uh, this opportunity to be here today to celebrate the resurrection. We're so thankful, Lord God, for a hope and eternity. We're thankful for a life of freedom. We're thankful, Lord God, that that we can know you in such a way to call you Lord and Savior. We're thankful for the forgiveness that you extend towards us. We have so much to be thankful for today. We have so much to, to celebrate today, Lord. God, that hope is alive. The message of hope is alive. And I pray right now, Lord God, that, that if there's anyone here today that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, that they would just take the time right now and they would just begin to, to invite you into their life. As we're here this morning, and all we have to do right now is just to say, Jesus, I want you in my life. I recognize you as Lord and Savior. I've been listening to what the resurrection offers. I've heard your word. I've heard the scriptures. 
being read this morning. And I want you to be the Savior of my life. So Jesus, right now, would you save me? Would you forgive me? I recognize what you've done. I believe in you. I believe that you died on a cross for my sins. I believe that you died so that I might be reconciled to God. I believe that you rose again and that you live today. Would you just come into my life that I can start a relationship up with you, that I can live a life that is pleasing to you, Lord, and I know that you're going to be with me. You're going to be with me every step of the way. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. Thank you for the hope of the resurrection, Lord. We give you praise and honor. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. If you're here today and you, if you prayed that prayer, or if you want to know more, about what we've talked about today. If you want to know more about what it means to be saved or to, to invite Jesus Christ in your life, please come see us. We want to talk to you. We want to share with you. If you ask Jesus Christ into your life today and you've accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, let us know. We want to continue to pray for you. We want to, we want to continue to put you in the path of just growing in Jesus living for him. We want to thank you for coming today and just being with us during this Resurrection Sunday. I know that uh, we have baptism service uh, planned for next Sunday. So be here. We've had 21 who have signed up uh, for baptism for next Sunday. Uh, and also, if you come next Sunday and you decide you want to get baptized, Come on in. We want to baptize you. So uh, I'm going to hand this off to 12 and under. If you have not signed up, make sure you do so because we're getting ready to switch over to the, to the gifts. I have two mics.